This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. All right, so Michelle went skiing over the weekend. Yeah. And she took him to the twins. Um, and she binged watch, or binged listened to a ton of our Uh-oh. episodes. Uh-oh. Right? <laughs> Which makes me a couple of things like, well, evidently she's way behind because yeah. she said that she had listened to like 10. I'm like, well, how, how can you listen to 10? You've uh-huh. already listened to it. Uh-oh. Um, anyways, when she gets home, she tells me that I'm far more pleasant on the show than I am in real life. life. Yeah. Have you ever gotten that from No. Uh, no. Because I don't think I'm particularly pleasant here on the Well, on the and show. your nickname is Mr. Mean <laughs> like in real that. life. But but she, she goes, you know, I listen to the show, really enjoy you're really very pleasant and nice and funny. <laughs> Like, well, what does that mean? Well, she was attracted to you at some point, <laughs> yeah. and she did marry you. Well, she actually must... she thought I was gay at first. Did she really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I never heard this oh, story. Yeah, she thought I was gay. Really? Yeah. Why? Do you have some affectations that I've missed? Well, you know, winner of Femme of the Year back in... Well, okay. But that All was right. a few years beforehand that we met. Um, I, I th- no, and she, no, she just... I got... Because you're too chatty? Yeah, yeah or just, yeah. you know... Because they dressed so well. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it right? was. Yeah. Like, really, you thought I was gay? Because of all the manscaping that you <laughs> yeah. do? Okay, well, hey, listen. Uh, Minutia Men is a show that we do, and it's on now. So don't go anywhere. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Minutia Man Man. with Rick and Dave. Is that an Armani sweatpants? (laughs) (laughs) Well, back in the 80s was... uh... Concert t-shirts and flannel shirts. Yeah. That was my... Yeah. Which is now retro yep. and very... Hey, uh, you're, you'd be very cool right now. Hey, we got a lot of... We, we got to get cooking here. Okay. We Cook. got a lot of, Cook. lot of stuff to do. Hey, um, we haven't had a Florida story in a, actually a pretty long time. So, uh, Jeeves, can you fire up the... Uh, you know, you told me we chop, would chop. need Jenkins and then we would need Florida. So, I had Jenkins ready to go and now I have to go find... Here we go. Here's Florida. What's wrong? With you, Florida. Headline out of Florida. Burglars call 911 to get help moving stuff from a home they just burglarized. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> a, a couple in Polk County, Florida were arrested on Tuesday after one of them made a 911 call. I mean, this state really is insane, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, because one of them made a 911 call to ask for assistance when moving items from a home while they were burglarizing it. Sure. Now, the story is going to be a little bit hard to follow here. Okay. And I think there's some holes in it, too. I'm yeah. not 100%, you know. Um, well, evidently, this couple goes into this house. Yeah. And they start stealing stuff. Stealing yeah. stuff. And then evidently, the female suspect called 911. And when the dispatcher answered... She didn't say anything. Okay. So it was just silence. So was it like a butt dial or something? No, yeah. I don't think so. Okay. Um, I think she may have just gotten, maybe I shouldn't do oh, this. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> maybe it's not a good idea but, to ask for this. But she was on the phone long enough for them to trace the phone call. Okay. And then the dispatcher was concerned yeah. because I imagine people call 911 sure. and they can't talk or whatever. Sure. They're usually not calling for this reason. No, yes. exactly. So they, when the deputies arrived, they found a male and a female moving stuff around the living room. Yeah. You're right. And then after a couple of questions, oh, we don't live here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And then they quickly ascertained, that's a cop world yes, word, by the way, it is. that neither of these people lived in the house they were burglarizing. 
burglarizing the joint. Yeah. While talking to the deputies, the female suspect told them that she had called 911 for the purpose of having law enforcement help them move stuff from the house that they were burglarizing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> According to the sheriff, the couple then asked the deputies if they could get a ride to the airport so they could spend the weekend in New York City. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because have you checked out the Ubers and the and the price surge? Well, I mean, and and if, after you rob a house, it is just draining. <laughs> you need some time off. You, a yes. little me time. Right. right. So instead of going to the airport, they... Needless to say, they got a ride to the Polk County Picky <laughs> instead. Uh, the, and the male suspect was also identified as a sus- suspect in a dollar store burglary that happened the day before. Okay. So they had video footage on him. Um, now, I get it. Well, first of all, I get it. You you rob a dollar store. What are you going to get? Right, really? exactly. Oh, here's yeah. some plastic whistles. Right, right yeah, exactly. Um, now, I've moved. Yes. You've moved. Yes. Right? It's hard work. It sucks. Right? It's a pain in the ass. It sucks. And evidently, they didn't have that group of friends that they can buy a couple of <laughs> crappy pizza pizzas for and, you know, some cheap beer and say, hey, can you, you know, help right. with this hard labor? Um, but That's every- why most robberies have gangs. They, because uh, there's more. There's right. a lot of work. Absolutely. You got to split the, the jobs up. Right. I would be the worst gang member. Oh, my God. Right. I, well, I'd also be the yeah. worst mover. Well, yes, yeah, right, yes. Um, you know, my uh, my son Johnny, who you just met moments ago. Right. Well, uh, I had met him well twenty years yeah, ago. Yeah, he was going off to work, but for a while he worked as a mover. Yeah, and uh, and and he's you know of my frame basically. Yeah. You know, and maybe not meant to be a mover. Yeah, um, but they uh, they would move like pianos yeah. and you know huge Brass furniture and, and stuff, couches yeah. wow. and stuff, and and after about. Seven days of that. He's like, yeah, you know, <laughs> a lot of work. Yeah. Well, yeah. so I remember, well, you've moved quite yeah. a few times with Bridget, right? Sure. Or, well, actually only twice. Um, I remember when, when we would move every year for a little while when yeah. we were younger. I don't know why we did that. But I remember at one point, the mere sound of her voice made me nauseous while we were moving because <laughs> everything out of her mouth was, you know. Did you do that? Did you do blah, blah, blah? Yeah. And you know, in six months from now, when she listens to this show, (laughs) this is going to really piss her off. Uh, And I don't know, Bridget's like, when when we, when Michelle had, she gets a little bossy sometimes (laughs) when it comes to moving. And I just, I don't respond very well to bossy. I don't either. And my boys are absolutely terrified of Bridget in situations like that because Uh, bossy is the right word. Well, I, you know, I have a story actually that kind of ties into yours. Um, it, it, this is a story about Saskatchewan, Canada, oh. um, and they, uh, the police there, remind residents, please don't abuse the nine one one emergency line, and, and they did that by revealing some of their more unusual calls of twenty twenty two. So let me go over some of these. I think you're going to enjoy them. This is a great tie and a great segue from my story. It, it it's like is. A theme. It is. Uh, for instance, they got in 2022, they had a caller who requested assistance deleting a voicemail from their phone. <laughs> Not quite to the level of 911. Another caller whose bathtub drain was clogged. Okay. Now that's an well, emergency. Well, yeah. our, and it's not my fault because I don't have any hair. Yeah. But my daughters, they all have a lot of hair. Yeah. And it gets, and they are not. Don't use nine one one. Okay, okay. That's okay. just a tip. Right. A caller who used the emergency line to avoid being put on hold in a request for paperwork. 
from so my theory on this one is they they had to get some paperwork from the police department they knew if they called the regular phone line yeah, they'd be on hold forever right. so you go right to, you cut, cut right to the, to, the cut to the chase you right. shouldn't do that okay you no. shouldn't do that the man's um, house bring us down. yes there's another here a 911 caller reported their roommate had eaten their takeout order <laughs> Which doesn't quite rise to the level. Well, you remember Steve Quinn and me fighting over an egg roll or uh, an onion, onion roll. roll. Yes, an onion roll. I do. Another one called because they were out of milk. Another one called uh, they uh, because they had swallowed a mosquito and they thought that uh, they might lose their dentures. It's <laughs> <laughs> a mosquito. <laughs> that might be my favorite, but it's not my favorite because this next one is my favorite. A caller reported a hostile cat in the neighborhood. Right? Oh, so not even in the house. It's just no, in no, the but it was a hostile cat. It was a cougar. Yeah. But it wasn't a cougar like an animal. It was an older lady who wouldn't <laughs> stop hitting on him. Are you serious? I'm totally serious. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that, hey, how you doing? Uh, yeah. Mrs. McGillicuddy. Yeah, is, she is, won't is, leave right, me alone. Right. It's the seventh brisket <laughs> she has given me this week. I mean, I good. don't want any more lasagna. <laughs> Get back off, lady. <laughs> so that is the uh, the story of Saskatchewan, Canada, and their 911 line. Uh, hey, we got a really nice review. Oh. Mac Jackson. Mac Jackson on Apple Podcasts writes, this is a fun podcast with natural conversation. You'll be excited for each new episode and the guests make it just unpredictable enough. Okay. Well, that sounds good. You can rate us. You can rate us. really excited for our next I episode. am. Okay. I am. You can rate us. You can review us. You can follow us. If you like Minutiaman, check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network and pick out your favorite new show at opishows.com. Remember, opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. Uh, you know, we still have several other features mm-hmm. that we're going to do today, and one of them is entitled, do you remember what it's entitled? Uh, Studio Walls. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. I was kind of struggling trying to find the jingle. (laughs) You're giving me too many jingles today. Uh, So today is the anniversary of the Sopranos coming out in 1999. Isn't that crazy? 24 years ago. Yeah, 24 years ago. And we've had uh, one of the... One of the my favorite character, a great character, the the man who played Vito, Joseph Ganescoli has been on our show, and uh, if if you don't mind, we'd like to play a little Mm -hmm. clip from that because I think you'll you'll get a little background into the character Vito and how it came to be. All right, guys, what's happening? So you know, uh, you probably hear from Sopranos fans all the time. We are both uh, huge fans of that show. The question uh, I have is, you know, all you guys were so convincing um, as mobsters. Did did you grow up around mobsters? Did you you base the characters on anybody you knew? Well, I didn't base my character on anybody. I knew just from a book I was reading. But I grew up in Brooklyn, and um, usually from, like, where you're from, you know, you'll see a lot of Dying guys that are connected and uh, they're, they're real guys. So, um, being in the restaurant business, I had restaurants in Brooklyn. They were hot restaurants. So, girls come to the restaurants and naturally wise guys uh, follow. So, uh, yeah, I saw a lot of them. I knew a lot of them. 
and uh, they, they're uh, not around or away. And uh, yeah, <laughs> on vacation, <laughs> you get three to five year vacation. <laughs> you know, pretty one, much, pretty much. Yeah, you know, as the thing that I loved about Vito was such a complex character. You know, you uh, you were a closeted gay man, um, and I understand that the whole idea was yours, based on something that happened in real life, to put the you know to 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 make Vito gay. Is that true, or can you kind of walk us through uh, that? Uh, no, no, it didn't happen in, in any life I knew. Um, it was from a book I was reading called Murder Machine. Mm. And it was about a crew that in, in Brooklyn that the Roy DeMeo ran. And um, I recommend reading it. And I was reading it. And in his crew, he had a gay guy named Vito, believe it or not. And I took the idea to one of the writers. And uh, it actually took them two years to actually do something with it. But I'm proud to say that it's the only suggestion that, that David Chase used from any of the actors. Oh my God! Well, it was a great suggestion. I mean, it really yeah. Made I it. mean, that that whole storyline was really interesting. I thought. I mean, it's something that you never see in any other mob movie or mob uh, related thing. Well, that's why I suggested it because it's something you never saw, and it was real. And, you know, just like getting the actors, they always want more lines, more situations, more uh, scenes to, like, uh, develop, chew on, and act in. So I went for something that was totally, you know, opposite of who I am. And um, it worked out. It changed my life. And uh, I'm happy it happened. I was very lucky and fortunate to be at the right time, the right place, the right place. I'm listening to the talking... Sopranos podcast. Have you have you listened no. to it? It's with Steve Sharippa and Michael Imperioli. Oh, really? And it's great. They break down every episode, and they have, I mean they're having got it's actually they're not doing new ones. It's a couple of years ago they did okay. it during COVID. It is great. I mean it is it, from Sopranos, and actually I just had this discussion this weekend. Around the poker table at the yeah. Rivers Casino. <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> Every time you bring up the poker table, I think so you get a little. Uh, you get I get a little <laughs> queasy as your business partner. I get a little queasy. Um, the um, uh, so, what is your list of best bin- bingeable series that you've? Yeah, it's Sopranos gotta, is got to be on there, and Breaking Bad, Sopranos, yeah. I think, are, and Better Call Saul. Well, if you want to hear more of this uh, episode, including a portion where uh, Vito tells us... Uh, about what he loves about Chicago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where he hangs out. <laughs> yeah. The Viagra Triangle. Hey, I love the that. Viagra Triangle with all the broads. <laughs> I love that place. That's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, listen to uh, the Minutia Mint Celebrity Interview on Spotify, Amazon Music Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher. It's everywhere. iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. Uh, that particular episode is episode 15 if you'd like to find it do you have uh, anything else okay. to share yeah with us? um i don't want to put too much you know effort on your part make you have too much effort but i need now the jenkins jingle okay uh now i'm ready for it when you're on the job and you're not doing it right jenkins time now for dave to share stories of employee screw-ups jenkins it could only be jenkins jenkins with rick and dave jenkins I always forget he does that last yeah. <laughs> Just to throw uh, you up. Uh, medical group's holiday text message turns into the stuff of nightmares. Oh. Thousands of patients at a British medical... Uh, from a minute... <clears throat> excuse me. Thousands of patients at a British medical clinic 
received some horrific news just before Christmas when they were told via text message that they had aggressive lung cancer. Oh, my God. Thankfully, the messages from the Askern Medical Practice in Doncaster, England, turned out to be a mistake. Please, please accept our sincere apologies for the previous text message. The clinic said in a follow-up text <laughs> oh message. Oh my God, Jenkins! An, an hour later. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> this is this has been sent in error. Our message to yeah. you should have read: It's we, pancreatic cancer. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Our message should have read: We wish you a very merry Christmas and a happy new year. Wow! A very common mistake. Wow! Yeah. Uh, That's fantastic. What a goof up that is. <laughs> so the. BBC interviewed some patients that ended up getting this text box messages. And let me tell you, uh, patient Sarah Hargreaves told the broadcaster or brought the BBC that she had been waiting for a biopsy results when she received the message and she felt sick to my teeth. Oh, wow. Uh, patient Chris Reed told the son that his partner burst into tears upon hearing the news. He called the clinic, couldn't get through, and drove over to the <laughs> oh clinic. Uh, and patient Chad, Carl Chegwell told NPR, he's seriously considering changing clinics. <laughs> Come on. Wow. Right. Um, so what I did, as I do researching, yeah. um, there's a subreddit. I think that's what it's called. Okay. Reddit. Uh, you spend a lot of time on Reddit right. um, while you're playing poker. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, and they share embarrassing text threads that okay. they were either sent by accident or they... Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. not business related, but I found some good ones. Um, <clears throat> here's one. Help. I'm texting you from Aaron's bathroom. This is the worst effing date ever. Call me with a fake emergency to get me out of here. Okay. Uh-huh. Response. Hi, cat. It's it's Aaron. You could come out and leave. Really, I'm not that into you either. <laughs> wow. So, so she sent it to the guy. Whoopsie Daisy. Um, here we go. Here's another one from Jenny. Uh, uh, I took Jenny to Red Lobster and she ate enough food for 20 people. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get a second job to feed this. B i t c. Yeah. Response, two words, Gary, <laughs> fucking you. Uh, wow. Uh, and then the response was, uh, oh, sorry for that. I was just joking around. I'm sorry. And then the next one, uh, the, the response to that was, hey, asshole, it was unlimited shrimp night. You didn't cost you any extra money. So that was one. Okay. Um, here's this maybe my favorite from dad. You and me in my office in 15 minutes, be naked when I get there. Dad, oh, wrong person meant for your mom. WTF, I just talked to her and she's in Austin till Saturday. Who were you sending this to? Oh, wow. And his response was, oh, shit. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, wow. Um, he not only felt the oh, shit, he typed it out. Yeah, yeah, right. That's uh, that's pretty uh, so good. So be careful out there, kids, that when you're going to hit the Yeah, there's the a lot button. of Jenkinses there. Yeah. You know, um, uh, people here in America, uh, we just experienced a whole week of Jenkins watching oh, the, the, the House of Representatives. Yeah. It was, uh, that was something oh, yeah. uh, when they were trying to elect a speaker. Uh, Congressman Jenkins, can you vote? Yeah. Congressman Jenkins. Yes. But what was awesome about that is the uh, there were no rules yet about the C-SPAN cameras because uh, 
every Congress, they come up with the rules for what C-SPAN can show and what they oh, can't show. so they show. had no parameters. So they, it was just a free-for-all. And, and that's why you have so many cool videos of... People trying to punch each other and yeah, stuff. And yeah. You would, normally, none of that would have been captured on film. But because the C-SPAN had free reign, they... You know, we're allowed to go wherever. And there are some, there was an incident where the guy, some guy, I forget which congressman, tried to so go lunged. after yeah. Matt Gates. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, the the people at Bad Lip Reading. Oh, my God, they're great. Yeah. Are so good. Yep. They're so good. And and if you haven't seen it yet, I've, I recommend you go out and get it. You don't really need to see the video no. to understand it. You've probably already seen the video. It's the moment where... Uh, Kevin McCarthy storms down the yeah, aisle right, right. to confront Matt Gates after he got kicked in the stomach fifteen times after the fourteenth kick <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, stomach, right. and that's right when at the end you'll see the guy coming like he's gonna right. take him out. Yeah. All right, so yeah. that's the scene. Bad lip reading, though. This is how they okay. interpret this scene. All right, the first voice you'll hear is the Matt Gates or is the Kevin McCarthy voice. Here we go. Son, what does it go for, Bill? Can you say it? Well, who knows? A really rich doctor said you were a bummer. And I think you don't know algebra. No, we're talking science, bud. The science of what? Is that a tiger? One of your friends promised me I could flick you in your face. Absolutely, you may not do that. Hit him in his cringy smirk, for real. <laughs> Is that Marjorie say Taylor? Any cereal name. Oh. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You're like people in the 12th century. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? You're a formulated He's pickle popper. That. He's a storm cloud. I don't like you, dude. And there's a tiger. Oh, that's it. You two guys sent the tiger. <laughs> I didn't know. Not, not me. What I mean, tiger? That's I mean, that is reprehensible. Okay, yeah. Okay, Brad, I'm a horrible person. Brad, I'll report you to Nadine. <laughs> I just want your leg bones to be okay. I brought the tiger. <laughs> got somebody on the organ now? <laughs> hey man, you're gonna pay for dinner. You're gonna pay no. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, they're and they're <coughs> they're spot on. They they um, match perfectly yeah, to the <laughs> to the to the the I, lip movements. We should get one of the the lip reading guys on the show to see how they oh do that. Oh my god, is really it good. is so yeah. funny. Anyway, you can check it out if you'd like to. It's badlipreading.com. Go out there and uh, and enjoy. It gets some enjoyment out, out of, of the, the cluster, cluster that is the United right. States Congress. Hey, um, we're opening up an office in Brazil, by the way. Okay. Oh my god, that's the other thing. It did. By the way, did you see that Steve Bannon is? Uh, oh, he's like patri- calling patriots, didn't he? No, be- he's like advising uh, Bolsonaro or whatever. Yeah. What? Well, let's not get into politics, right. yeah. uh, because we still have uh, other features in the show, including this. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where we feature celebrity stories. And this week we got an email from Dave B. Hmm. Um, And it's a local flavor Mm -hmm. story. So, you know, not everybody may know this local celebrity, Mm -hmm. but... uh, I'm going to run it by our show. We can do pretty. That's exactly right. Uh, Guys, I grew up in Hinsdale, the birthplace of a huge star in the late 1960s and early 70s. 
My mom was there and saw this big star before he was known. He grew up on Salt Creek in Hinsdale and was discovered by the Leo Burnett Advertising Agency in 1968. His home in Hinsdale was the Hinsdale Humane Society, oh, where my mom is. worked. I know who it is. His name was? Morris the Cat. Morris the Ooh, Cat. Yeah, yeah. The real Morris, according to my mom, was not finicky at all, mm. and he didn't confine his eating habits to nine lives cat food, uh, and he lived to a ripe old age uh, until 1978, oh. and there have been a few other Morrises since then. All of them were rescue cats, which is nice, mm-hmm. uh, from the Humane Society, but I thought you guys would like a uh, slightly different celebrity story. So I was always heard rumors, and I don't know if it's true, that they would always starve the animals before a commercial because they were so hungry, so they would then eat the food. Ah, well, then how did they get the finicky part? I don't, then they may have overfed... Oh, maybe they filmed it in reverse order. Huh? Well, well you have a bachelor's in advertising. <laughs> Let's think you're about making, it. You're making Dean Allfeld very proud right now. Think about it. All right. Well, anyway, that's that's a nice story. You can send us your stories. Uh, we're available via Facebook mm-hmm. and Twitter and and Instagram and what else? Mm-hmm. Uh, email. And we're uh, going to start TikToking this year. Are we? I don't know. We should. We absolutely should. And we have another show, too, which is called the Minishman Celebrity Interview. Yeah, Rick. And we've got, um, coming up, uh, Lou Macaluso. Well, yeah. Actually, it's on, should yeah. be on right now. It might be, yeah. Uh, he's one of our authors, an yep. Eckhart's Press author, and he wrote a book um, called Leaving Glory for Greatness. Right. And um, it's about a, it's a biography of a really remarkable man in the 60s yeah uh his name was lamar thomas yep and he was a athlete um but really was influential with the civil rights movement yeah um really and it's when you're thinking about what's going on in the world right now with black lives matter and the whole i mean it's really applicable. it is so it's good it's a you great know, book lou may not be a celebrity but uh the people Tell that us. he tells us about yeah. you know like lamar or uh bubba smith is in the story mm-hmm. Uh, Duffy Doherty, the Michigan State mm. coach, is in the story. Martin Luther King Jr., yeah, he does he qualify? Open, yeah, I think so. Does he qualify? Tom Come on. They're all there. Uh, so anyway, check out Minishman Celebrity Interview. Special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with mm. opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows. Dot com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Nushaman. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? What do you get when you hear a, a celebrity Nushaman interview, Dave? You will get Mark Cuban and Anthony Scaramucci, Cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch and the bully from the Christmas Story. Yes. The voice of Siri and she shed Cheryl. My God, it list goes on. So you'll get Minutia, Celebrity Minutia Men Interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits.